UBI in a nutshell is it refers to systems where every individual within a society will receive like a, a paycheck, unconditional pay, payment from the government regularly, right? U Universal basic income, UBI, is a potential solution to mitigate the potential unemployment caused by artificial intelligence. So it's basically going to act as the scale to keep things balanced. What's good? What's good, everybody? How y'all doing today, man? Hope y'all have had a blessed day. Hope it hasn't been too hot for you out there today. It's it scorching out here, out this way today. As much as I don't go outside, I'm. it's crazy that the one day that I do go out there is scorching. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy, right? Just my luck. But I needed it, though. I need a vitamin D, right? I don't get out too much. And I'm looking a little light-skinned. But that's fine. That's fine. Whatever. How y'all doing today? How your life going? How work going? How your kid? How your relationship? How your family? How's your mental health? How's your fitness journey? What you reading? Hope everything is well. I am doing well. I am. Today is Sporadic Mondays. I am your host, Gabriel Elijah. It's nice to have you here today. Today, I wanted to just go over a little bit of AI, and then we're going to transition into following up on the AI taking jobs and some possible solutions to mitigate those job losses. So the first thing, you know, like I said, I want to talk about AI today. Talk about this company called Anthropic, right? To give you just a little brief introduction to Anthropic. Anthropic is an AI company, right? They research and they focus on AI research and development. It was found in 2019. They want to create AI systems that can assist and understand the human tasks with like complex tasks, as well as be accountable and transparent. It's important. It's important. So they've actually had an update to their system. There's these things called tokens. I won't get too much into that. Just do your research. So they have this transformer model like ChatGPT, which you, if you've been following the podcast, you should be pretty familiar with by now because I speak on it a lot. But they have a model, a transformer model like ChatGPT. Theirs is called Claude, right? So except with Claude, you can upload documents to it from your computer or wherever. What they did is they had a they had an update to their system. They've expanded the tokens from 9K to 100 k tokens which is about 75,000 words. You can now upload about 75,000 words to it, which is pretty, pretty significant because like I said, ChatGPT seems to be the people's favorite right now. That's the one that you hear about the most, the ChatGPT by OpenAI. Sam Altman spoke with David, what's his last name? Blunden. And he was saying that he spoke to him on April 13th of 2023. So last month or so. He spoke to him and he was like, ChatGPT, like ChatGPT, OpenAI's largest model, only has 32,000 tokens. That's pretty huge. That's what, what did I say? They just updated to 100,000. Yeah, so that's pretty significant, right? About 65,000, a little over 65,000 difference. 
But this means businesses can now submit hundreds of pages of materials, be digested and analyzed. And also they can have conversations about the documents with Claude. It says the average person can read around about, can read 100,000 tokens in around about five hours. Claude can now take those five hours that a human would have to do it and collapse it into about a minute's worth of time. Which is crazy when you think about that, man. Like, you can get so much work done. I'll give you an example. They took, I don't know if you're familiar with the book, The Great Gatsby, right? And I'm not too familiar with it. So I, maybe some of you have read it. For example, they loaded the entire book of The Great Gatsby into Claude, which is around 72,000 tokens, right? which is around about three and a half hours. I'm not sure how many words, but around about three and a half hours worth of work. Not sure how far along in the book this part is, but they did a modification within the text and added a part that said, Mr. Carraway was a software engineer that worked machine learning at Anthropic, which is false, right? Because that's not in the book. So they then told Claude, which is the software, to figure out what was wrong within the story. It took three and a half hours of work, uh, of reading, and collapsed it down into less than a minute and found the mistake that was within the book and corrected it. That's crazy. Think about how more efficient you can be during the day, not having to go back. Let's just say for an example, you wrote a book and, I don't know, you wanted to change a character's name or that there was something that you needed to go find and retrieve it. This system can do that for you now and it'll correct it. And less, like I said, I think it did that. Yeah, to be exact, it responded. They asked the model what was the difference in the book and it responded with the correct answer within 22 seconds. 22 seconds. Three and a half hours versus 22 seconds. Crazy. Like I say, Claude is an is a transformer model by Anthropic, right? If I had to give an analogy or a different perspective on it, you could think about it in multiple ways. Let's just give you, let me give you another example, right? It can be seen as a super speed reader. Imagine having a superpower that allows you to read really fast. I just told you three and a half hours versus 22 seconds. Claude has that power. You can now get through a whole book and get the key concepts within seconds. They can read, they can read and understand thick, complicated books or research. Imagine a sidekick who can summarize all that information for you. I'm telling you, you're going to be so much more efficient, right? Just by using this software, just by using these transform models, depending on the size of the doc, the context of the documents, that you have, there's different platforms that you can use. But like I say, this one seems to be the one that has the most tokens for you to be able to upload the most documents to. Or you can think about it as a fortune teller for game companies, right? Let's just say if you've ever, if you've ever wondered how game companies predict the future of the gaming world, right? Like they can have Claude analyze reports from gaming companies and figure out the risk and opportunities that they might face. That's huge. That is huge. 
right? Especially if you're somebody new getting started or whatever, like within that career field, that this could be a game changer for you. Or you could also think about it as a law decoder, law decoder for gamers. When it comes to gaming, there are rules and regulations, just like anything with the real world. There are rules and regulations uh, for understanding like the legal stuff. And legal stuff can be tough to understand. Like we all, when we think of legal stuff, we think of documents on top of documents on top of documents, right? But the Claude system can analyze the pros and cons of those documents and explain it to you, fit it back to you in simple terms. It's like having a decoder for all those legal jargons, right? So that way you're your rights and protect your ideas. I'm not sure how readily available it is to the masses. I know you do have to request access and I'm not sure what full access consists of, but you have to request access through Anthropic.com, which is their website. And then you want to click the tab that says product. And then you will scroll down and you will see request access, or it gives you the option to try it on, try it in Slack. And for you all that don't know what Slack is, so I know some people are familiar with what Slack is. Just, it, you'll figure it out once you try it in Slack, right? All that sounds real good, right? Speed you up, be more efficient, save you so much time. All of that does sound good. But with that technology coming, somebody's going to lose a job. Some by these are going to lose a job, right? So all of that is good, but it brings up concerns about job security. Many people think that AI will create more unemployment and bring up Universal basic income, or the acronym is UBI, as a solution to the problem. In general, right? Like, when you think about it, UBI doesn't sound like a bad idea. It's a good idea with everything. They have cons. Where there's good, you will find bad. Where there's bad, you will find good. Like, it's always cons to something. And what UBI is, UBI in a nutshell, is it refers to systems where every individual within a society will receive like a, a paycheck, unconditional pay, payment from the government regularly, right? U Universal Basic Income, UBI, is a potential solution to mitigate the potential unemployment caused by artificial intelligence. So it's basically going to act as the scale to keep things balanced, right? Though people are going to lose jobs and it's going to be harder for some to find jobs, especially those who aren't really tech savvy as it is, right? Those of you who do not know how to work a computer or a cell phone or don't know the ways that you already interact with AI, you can you should follow me on Instagram. My page is askgabriel underscore. And then I also have the podcast Instagram, which is Psych Expansion Podcast on Instagram. If you follow me on there, I usually give tips and tricks to how uh, to use this AI. And then I also give ways that we've already been using AI, but we may not know it. The one most basic thing that I, the most basic example that I can think of is probably like something like Siri or Alexa, or maybe even just auto-suggest, right? Like whenever you're typing and your phone and it's predicting the next word for you. That, all that's AI, all that's AI. Whenever you're playing in the video games and like The Sims and you see the other people walking, that's artificial intelligence, right? But here are some pros of U UBI, universal basic income, right? It reduces poverty. It is a, if, 
AI were to take over, right, and wipe out a large amount of jobs for humans, it would reduce the poverty level, the potential of a safety net for all individuals, right? Ensuring that everyone has a a minimum level of income to meet their basic needs, like food, housing, just the basic needs. It addresses the unemployment issue dealing with AI. There's a concern that certain jobs may become obsolete, right? We spoke of this. I've mentioned a couple of times now that Goldman Sachs have put out that report that 300 million jobs will be lost due to AI. And that's all across the board, not just low-level skill workers, but middle-class and the wealthy. Like, a lot of people are going to lose jobs and going to have to, like, I guess, rebrand, repackage themselves, or I don't know. They'll have to adapt AI into their systems for sure and figure something out. But with the concern of jobs becoming obsolete, leading to an increased unemployment. So UBI could, prov- UBI could provide individuals with financial support during the transition, mitigating these negative impacts of techni- technological disruptions. Yeah. So by mitigating the negative impacts of the technology, right? Let's just say I'm a computer coder and I just started, but the company that I work for is adopting this AI and now it doesn't really need me. I have to make myself more valuable. So maybe I need to go back for another year or so, which is crazy because you're not going to, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, it's going to be hard to outpace how fast this thing is learning and you learning, right? So you're going to have to find a way to utilize the AI to skip, as my cousin, his podcast is cut the noise, right? You're going to have to cut some of that, some of those steps in between out by using AI and jumping ahead and then just going back and learning as you go on, like the steps in between. Or you could just never learn it and have AI do it. But me, the type of person I am, I still want to know. Even if I have a software to help me jump ahead, I still like to know the roots of things. But uh, yeah, it could also promote promotes economic stability. UBI can stimulate economic growth by injecting money directly into the hands of consumers, which increased spending power can lead to higher demand for goods and services, benefiting local businesses and overall community. I said community, excuse me, economy. Yeah, it'll benefit local businesses and economy by putting money in the hands of these people, right? Those are a few pros to how UBI could be a potential solution, right? But like I said, we all know where there's good, there's bad in every situation, right? That's one reason why I don't even be upset a lot of the times whenever something's good happening because I know that bad is formulating in some way. But it's about how you look at things, right? Change the way you look look at things and the things you look at change. But those things that could be seen as bad can also be a potential for someone to figure out and help people out where they can potentially have a, a, a source of income, right? Where there's a problem, there's always money to be made. So with the cons of universal basic income, right? It decentivizes work, right? Critics argue that UBI, universal basic income, may be decentivizing to individuals from seeking employment or engaging in productive activities, right? If I'm just giving people money or if the government is just giving people money, it's just, it's not going to be everyone, but you're going to find a lot of people that's not going to be trying to find work or find a way to make money. They're just going to rely on the government to to 
give them the crutch, right? Government's going to be the crutch for the people. And crutches can be good in times, but crutches can also hurt you as well. So with that being said, if people receive a basic income, regardless of what people will receive a basic income, regardless of whether they work, it could reduce motivation and productivity, leading to a decline in overall economic output, right? So the potential, it also, another con is potential inflationary effects. Injecting additional money into the economy could lead to an increased demand for goods and services, potentially driving up prices. If prices rise at a faster rate than the UBI, undermining the intended benefits of the program. So if the prices go, how do I explain this? The prices rise faster than the UBI, then it's going to negate the benefit. It's going to negate what the whole purpose of UBI, right? So another con is cost and funding. And this is one of the big ones, right? So costing funding, implementing universal basic income is going to, at a large scale, at a very large scale, is going to be way expensive because you're having to give money to every individual. Excuse me. You're having to give money to every individual, right? Providing a basic income to every citizen requires significant financial resources. It could strain government budgets. And I'm not sure how familiar you I'll, I'll get into that in a second. The challenge with UBI is finding sustainable funding sources without burdening taxpayers, us, and compromising other essential public services. And I'll get into what those public services are in a second. So if UBI were to be implemented into the United States, it would mean that every citizen, regardless of their employment status, will receive a certain amount of money from the government on a regular basis, right? This is unconditional, right? Unconditional love. Everybody is getting this money on a regular basis. The idea of that is to provide us with enough money to cover the basic needs like food, housing, and healthcare. This is if AI takes a large chunk of people out of work at one time. Or large people a large amount of people out of work and that number of people that's being taken out isn't isn't gaining strength as the years go on, right? Because then the number will just accumulate. And regardless, if a lot of people are out of work, government's going to have to do something. And universal basic income is one solution. It's one solution. The effect, however, there are concerns about the cost of implementing UBI. The debt ceiling and current political debates. So I don't know how, I don't know how familiar you are with the debt ceiling, right? But the debt ceiling is a limit set by the U.S. government on how much money it can borrow to finance its operations and pay its bills. It's like a, think about it like if you have a credit card, right? It's like a credit limit on a credit card. So currently the American government is trying to raise their debt ceiling. They're trying to raise their debt ceiling 1.5 trillion dollars, not millions, not billions, but trillions, right? They're trying to raise a 1.5 trillion dollars. The previous debt ceiling raise was done back in, I want to say December of 2022. And I think they maxed out in January, to be real. 
but or it got close or whatever the case may be. You should look it up. I have some articles. I have some links to articles at the end of this that I'll post in the description and I'll go over some of the titles of them. So if you just want to look them up that way, if you if you don't want to look in the description. However, there is a disagreement between political parties, right? The Democrats and the Republicans. It's always a problem. That's AI. That's AI within that. Just people using AI to optimize the beliefs and which is set, which separates people. Republicans want to block an increase in the in the debt ceiling, right? They want to block this. They don't want to give that one point five. They don't want to make that possible. It's not that it's there to give, but they don't want it to be possible for them to raise the debt ceiling one point five trillion, which is a lot of money. They argue that increasing the debt limit could lead to excessive borrowing and put a burden on future generations who would have to pay it off. Uh, and that that's just self-explanatory right there. Blocking an increase in a debt ceiling could have significant consequences for the American economy. I'll give you two of them here. So one of them could be, it could create a situation where the government doesn't have enough money to pay its bills, right? We have, we're already in debt like crazy, but I guess like the things that the things like social, what I said, social. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, social security. What else? What were the other ones? Social security, Medicare, food and safety inspections, air traffic control, school nutrition, environmental protection, things like that. It won't have the money to pay out for those, right? Failure to increase this limit would have a catastrophic consequence for the U.S. and global economies. Yeah. By them not raising that bill or raising the debt ceiling, some of these things might take a hit. Might take a hit, which they were already talking about us not being able to get Social Security. And I say us, and I forget the age group, but I want to say it's like people around my age, and I'm 29, right? I was born in 94, 94. I'm a 94 baby. I'm a 90s baby. Comment 90s if you was born in the 90s. For those of y'all who are listening to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you are enjoying listening to this podcast, we have visuals on YouTube. And for those of you who are watching this on YouTube, we also have this available on all outlets like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Samsung Podcasts, Google, like everything. Every podcast, everywhere you can find a podcast, right? We're available there. Psych Expansion Podcast. But back to it. To summarize, implementing UB universal basic income could have both positive and negative effects on the American economy, right? Depending on how it's funded and executed. So they got to come up with some type of strategy if they are to use this, right? Like they can't, I don't really know how, the, how they can make this work. I'm going to definitely do some research and see what I think. My opinion probably won't matter to them. It, it may give me an idea to where the future's headed, right? So the debate over raising the debt ceiling reflects a disagreement among politicians about the political, oh, I'm sorry. The debate over raising the debt ceiling reflects a disagreement among politicians about the potential risk and benefits of increasing the government's borrowing limit. Maybe AI could help us with this, right? If we figured out some ways to, if we figured out some way to have AI help us with this, then maybe it wouldn't be a problem. And that's very interesting, right? Because, you know, what if the problem is also the solution? You know what I'm saying? Give us your feedback. Your feedback is very appreciated and it helps us here at the Psych Expansion Podcast answer your questions. You can leave it in the comments. Like I gave you the Instagram 
or for my my personal Instagram and the Psychic Expansions podcast. Their Instagram that is the handle for the Instagram. You also can email us at Psychic Expansion Podcast. Like again, your feedback is very appreciated. It helps us give you content and answer the questions that you may need answers with, or you want to hear a different perspective on it. Again, and I will post, I will cite where I got this information from. I will post the links in the description. It one first article is called Will AI Become the New McKenzie? Which is a very great article. I don't know if you know what McKenzie is, but you should look them up as well. But will AI become the new McKenzie? The second article is introducing a hundred K context window. That was for Claude for doing the upgrade and going from 9K tokens to 100K tokens. And the last article, where did I put this? I'm glad I did this right. So the last article, no, no, that's not what I, okay. I'll find the name of it, but I'll put the, and I'll put it in the description. I'm not sure what it is right now, but there's three articles in here where I got my information from. Everything that I said in here, you can find in there. Yeah. So join the Psych Not Tribe, right? That is the, our community's name, the Psych Not Tribe. People who explore the deeper mind and think about life in a deeper, deeper way. So Psych Not Tribe, join the Psych Not Tribe by subscribing to the YouTube page and follow us again on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you enjoy listening to podcasts at. And with that being said, a proxima vase, Amelia.